Hi there, my name is Danny Henderson. Welcome to my Rumble channel. I just introduced our dear Leah on the other channel, my YouTube channel, but we've had to come here because of censorship. Now, as we're very aware of this time, it's now August 2023, we've heard of the horrors and the misinformation happening on the island of Maui, in particular Lahaina. This lady, Leah, is here to give us exactly what is happening and more besides. Welcome, Leah. Thank you, Danny, so much for having me on your channel today and letting the truth come out to the people. Thank you. And I'm so honored that you emailed me and that I saw your email and that it wasn't blocked and then we were able to connect here. So Leah, I'm going to hand over yeah. to you. Just take your time. Just tell us everything that's happening and any, any everything that needs to be said, okay? Okay. Thank you, Jen. Oh, thank you, everybody, for listening to this. Um, please share it. Um, Hawaii is the heart of our mother earth. It is the aloha of her soul. And we are at war. We have had a direct hit on Maui by the nefarious people that are still here trying to take us out and enslave us. The strategy has always been to take over. The Hawaiian islands have been used as a hub for the nefarious people, previously the reptilians who have been taken off planet Earth, but they still have their minions here and they are still trying to do the bad, dirty work. Their strategy is to have this place as a hub for it's been a hub for many, many years for child and human trafficking because we are in the center of the Pacific Ocean with Asia on one side and the US on another. They have desecrated these islands with their nefarious dealings this whole entire time. And I believe these things are happening on Maui because Maui and Hawaii are so loved throughout the world that we need to bring awareness of what's really happening on our earth and here, that we are being targeted by these people, that they are trying to take away our land, they're trying to take away our souls, they're trying to take everything from us. And we need to stand together right now and not let this happen. We need to stand strong. We have a saying here, it's Maui strong, Lahaina strong, Hawaii strong. We are all one. We're all here to help one another. And I'm so grateful that everybody in Hawaii has stood up and started helping one another. On August 8th, 2023, I was texting my girlfriend in the morning. Our kids were starting school this year. Everybody was excited getting all the kids ready for school. And she texted, she lives in Lahaina. I, I am a Maui resident. Um, I lived in Lahaina for 12 years. I taught at King Kamehameha Third Elementary School for seven years. I raised my children there. So many of my daughter lost her home. Many, many of my friends lost their home. They lost loved ones. They lost pets. They lost everything and they had no warning 
at 6.54 in the morning, my friend texted me pictures of brush fires that started on the Hainaluna Road across from the elementary school up there. 7 a.m., I received another text from her that reports of almost a dozen snapped power lines in the area. Now we had a hurricane that was out hundreds of miles on the ocean. They're trying to say that this is a natural disaster. This is a man-made disaster. This was planned. This was intentional. This was a direct hit on us to take the land. Miko did not turn off the power. Miko is our Maui Electric Company. They chose not to turn the power off and allowed things to continue to combust. Now, my personal belief is that it was a DEW. That's my own personal belief. Everybody has their own belief and I, I respect what their beliefs are. It's a direct energy weapon. That is what a DEW is. And the deep state, the dark state, the cabal, the reptilians, they had access to these, this type of weaponry. The information that I've received from that is that there was one left that we didn't know about and that this was what was used. Um, what do, what do I don't want to get hate mail. No, you won't. Leah, what do you mean by that? What do you mean by there was one DEW, one direct energy weapon left? And how do you know? Um, I've, I've had, how do I explain this? I'm an intuitive person and I've received information and confirmation that that's what it was. Um, also of, uh, other people's information, looking at it, um, I don't want it to make it about, it was a direct energy weapon. I want to make it about the people and how we we can heal from this because i know that there's going to be a lot of um dispute about how things started yeah you know this is not climate agenda no. this is not a global warming agenda they made the land dry so that it would torch for 20 yeah. years we have had fires on maui constantly fires everywhere there have there have been nefarious minions that have gone around all over the islands and started fires mm -hmm. because they want the land. We had in January, 2023 this year, at the Hyatt on the west side, right above Lahaina was a conference for smart cities. Mm -hmm. So they, I'm gonna go back because Leah, I need to ask you a question here. I'm sorry, uh, just so we can keep on track and we can keep filling in because people are wondering about all the things they've heard. Now, your boots on the ground there. Your daughter is in the middle of Lahaina. She lost her house. We see images of the fires um, just engulfing. We see the fire signature footprint after the fires have gone through. We're all making up our minds about what we think it might be, how come trees were left standing. The signature footprint that we're looking at from many, many years of other desecrated cities speaks to a heat and inferno, like unimaginable melting 
cars, yet we see an image of a dog that's burnt to death. How could that possibly be? The two do not meet, never the twain shall meet. There was a man that lived just down the street. He said there was a fire that started on the mountain early in the morning and there was some wind. He said he was outside cutting down brush because the wind was getting up. He then said he saw the fire truck go up that hill and put a small fire out. He then said within a couple of hours, it seemed the fire had reignited and he thought maybe they hadn't put it out. He then grabs his keys, his car and he's off and his testimony is on screen. And he's saying he thinks it was a natural fire, which of course everybody has their own hypothesis of what actually happened. But he is somebody, his, his house is one of the first three that got burnt. Now, what do you say to that? And what did you hear? What did your daughter tell you? She was not home, thankfully, when this happened. She was on another part of the island trying to get home to her pets that were still in the house. And unfortunately, the pets didn't make it. Um, and she's devastated because she tried her hardest. There are people here that are good people doing their jobs in the police. And there are people here in the governments and there are people here that are not that are the nefarious people that are, are doing all of this and they're acting like they are good people. We have to have discernment right now because a lot of people are trying to help us and we have to discern who are the real people that are going to help us, the good people, mm -hmm. and who are the, the people, the nefarious people who are acting and betraying goodness so that they can come in and take it all from under us. You hear so that? So we really, and it's because we're mourning right now. There yeah. are fires, there have been fires that day. They were everywhere, Danny, everywhere on the island. They kept, they would go out and then they would come back up in different places all over. We had, uh, we had, we had Lahaina burning. We had Kihei burning. We had Kula burning. That was all the same day. And then we in the same day later on, we had um, a Kahana was burning. And then we had part, a part of uh, Waihi or Wailuka was burning. We, we went out, I went out to that area uh, in this last week and we've had like seven fires in this last week, just starting in places that fires don't start unless somebody's starting it. Let me ask you, know, you a question, is, we've had a Leah, let me ask you a question. You're telling me there were several fires on the same day. Now that would suggest mm -hmm. that different fire departments would have to be going out across Maui to put these fires out. You also stated yeah. that Maui has fires all the time, which also lends the thinking yeah. that, well, then Maui's got to be one of the most fire defense you know, technically operating system pretty much on the planet. We also know there are several multi-gazillionaires that live on that one island and they're going to damn well make sure that there are these systems in place to protect their homes by definition. So what you're saying is there are all these different fires and different sides of the island all day long on that day, on the 8th, on the Lionsgate portal, which is either neither here nor there at this moment, uh, but that still Lahaina burnt. Now we heard that there was a whole crew of cars trying to get out and there was one police car blocking them. Is that true? Yes, yes. We've had policemen who have blocked people from getting out. They had no one in. 
no one out. They had shelter in place was what was told to the Lahaina people, shelter in place. Now we have, they did not sound the emergency alarm, which is there for a warning. We usually have it for tsunami warnings, but it is for any emergency. And they chose, they chose not to set the alarm off, to warn the people. Their excuses are they thought people might run to Malka, to the mountains where the fire was, that people up in the mountains wouldn't hear the alarm. Danny, we all hear those alarms. They sound them every month, the first Tuesday of the month to let everybody know the alarms are working. We can hear them everywhere on the island pretty much where people live. This, this is a lie. And the person, the emergency management chief, he stepped down for health reasons recently, um, just, just recently, and he was not able to answer questions. They had to step in and answer questions for him. So he is just another minion who, you know, uh, did not do their job on what was supposed to happen. We have reports of firemen that were there. The, there was, there was um, no pressure in the fire hoses and then there was no water, Danny. We had no water to put it out. So the people that wanted to help couldn't because there was no water left in the, in the, in the fire hydrants. The county turned the water off. This and is this, intentional. This isn't, this isn't something that you can just randomly make up because let's say you've got a no. fire track. The fuck, it's in the middle of Lahaina. It's trying to put out a fire. The fire goes off. They're going to telephone. They're going to contact the water company. Say, put the water back on. But they didn't. And this is not no. fabrication. This is actual reality. This is what happened. They stopped the water. They stopped people leaving. The city is burning and they're telling people to shelter in place. There was a mass of wooden homes close together. There was a township yep. of people that had learned how to live off the grid. Because as I've lived on the island of Kauai, it is so unbelievably expensive on the islands deliberately to force prices up and, and people out. So beautiful Hawaiians and indigenous had come together and they, they were in family units. Could you speak to that a little bit, please? Yeah, in Lahaina town, they weren't off grid, but everybody, th these are generational, multi-generational homes of the Hawaiians, of the local people. This was a plantation um, town. You know, this is our state, this is our state capital of Lahaina. Um, they, these people, a lot of them, their, their forefathers came from other countries to farm the sugarcane. And so they have these multi-generational homes where they have just added on to and have more family living there because it is so expensive here. The water, people can't afford to water around their homes because it's so expensive. Only the rich can afford that, Danny. And that's why the rich people's houses didn't burn too because they had tons of water around their properties. And, and the electricity is, is ridiculous here, having to pay that. You know, people here have, the thing is you have two, three jobs living here. That's normal. And people live 20 people to a house. That's normal living here, you know? And it, we have so many 
you know, the alarms, they're saying, oh, we tweeted and we, you know, did this and did that. But we have so many kapuna in this area. You know, kapuna are our elderly. And we have so many keiki. They just got home from school. And it's windy outside. And so they're staying inside to be safe. They're waiting for the correct people to tell them what to do. And nobody came. Nobody told them. And if they did, it was too late. We have people that had to run into the ocean. And the ocean was on fire. And there's all this toxic stuff in the ocean. And the Coast Guard, there's 200 people in the water. There's wind. We had 80 miles an hour winds blowing everything. It took, it took the fire like a hurricane and just went from the top of the mountain and just whoosh, all the way through. And these people, they, they, the Coast Guard sent out two stand-up paddle boards people from the Coast Guard to pick up 200 people in the water that are trying to survive through the wind, through the water, through the toxins, through everything. And two people they sent out to get these people. Other people were like, no, put this person on first. No, take this person first. You know, I can, I can, I can swim a little bit longer. I can swim a little bit longer. Take this person first. God, didn't they have a lifeboat? Don't they have a lifeboat? Was the sea too windy? You couldn't even, you know, power so a boat? So you're it saying was so windy. All the, boats, they, the, the, the people that swam out, there's lots of boats right there in the harbor and there's boats anchored out into the water. Those were catching on fire because the debris and the fire was being lifted by the, the wind and even catching those boats that were anchored way out there on fire. So you couldn't even swim out to like one of those boats to go hang out and wait for the Coast Guard or something. There, what, you know, there wasn't, there wasn't that access. Um, Leah, one of the reports that we've been hearing is that the schools, there was a message that went out early that morning when the fires started, and that this is, tell us if this is true, the message went out to say to parents, leave your children at home because schools are closed today. Now, given there are still fires happening, and they're telling the children to stay in the house, parents, because they're living hand to mouth, three jobs, really struggling to survive every single day. They went to work and their children were at home. Now, what do we know about the children? We don't know yet because what I know is there were tons of bodies everywhere and the fire was so hot in other places that there's just ash. And so people are trying to give DNA. We have over a thousand people missing still. I don't know what the death toll is today, but it's a lie. There are so many more. Um, the other thing that's upsetting is that the police were letting people, some people in and some not afterwards. After all this happened, they, they let a couple in, a police officer told this couple, I didn't see you because the couple wanted to go get the remains of their animals in Lahaina. And nobody should have been allowed back in there until 
the, there was no rest. The, there's not the manpower here, Danny. They didn't send in enough people to help us. We still don't have enough people to help us. They, there's so many people in that small community that was affected that it's gonna take a long time to figure out if, if, if they can even find the remains of these people. All right. And so these what, children. Oh, it's just so unthinkable. What you're telling us is that there were no alarms that went off. That's true. There's a massive once a month, they always sound the alarms, whether it's tsunami, whether it's fire, whether it's any kind of threat to the people of Maui. This is a given and on schedule every month. Just so happened that the sirens didn't go off. So then when the town was burning, they're telling people to stay home, leave the children home. Of course, that doesn't make logical sense whatsoever. And then people we know, the police were blocking people from leaving. So they had no choice at one point but to abandon their cars. Hence, we see a whole line of cars burning. We've also been told uh, that FEMA, you know, natural disaster personnel, were stopping supplies getting in, not only that, as would all ha always happen with human to human to human, that we would jump to help our brothers and our sisters. Yeah, no, that's a no brainer for any decent human being. So of course people grabbed food and they grabbed water and they got on boats and they tried to get in into the harbor. We are told that because their supplies weren't FEMA approved, you know, a fire just happened. Oh, hang on, let me just get this. It makes no sense. Is that true? Did FEMA and the organizations stop and block supplies getting to our elders, our children, and our brothers and our sisters? Yes, they did. And um, I'm going to say this, I can't confirm it completely, but we have heard that when there was the blockade going on and they weren't letting people in, that there were people that showed up with guns and said, we're getting in no matter what. Good. And we are so thankful for our Ohana on the other islands, Oahu, Molokai. And if I'm forgetting anybody, I'm sorry. It's very emotional right now. Um, we had friends in, in Kihei that at Maalaya at our other harbor that was not burned, um, sending supplies in to the Napili area, which is above Lahaina, all those people were stuck there. So the people that got out of Lahaina town, they went up into um, Ka'anapali, they went up where the hotels are. They went up into Honokawai, Napili, Kahana, up into Kapalua, up in that area to get away from the fires. But you're trapped there because to go around the backside of the island, it's, it's you know, one lane highway, you're hanging off a cliff, you know, yeah. it, it's it's a long drive. And then they were blocking people getting out on the other side and not letting people get in from that side. So you have two sides that you can only get to that part of the island. And they were both blocked and people were not allowed to get in and people were not allowed to get out. And which was ridiculous because the bypass in Lahaina, the bypass highway was not damaged. It was open. And they had the ability, if there was enough, enough police, enough National Guard, enough military there, if, if that was sent in, they were would have been able to block off Lahaina town that was burnt and still allowed those people to get through to their loved ones. We have people who needed medication. There is no hospital on that side of the island. 
there is, and, and the, um, I'm not sure if there's, there's a clinic there, but I'm not sure if that burned down or not, but they don't have, you know, it, it was in the zone. So you're not getting to it. You're not getting to any medication. So if you're on any medication or anything like that, that there was no way to get medication to these people. There was no way to get food, to get water, you know, all these things. So thank God, you know, the Maui people stood up and, and they helped one another. And the, the Hawaiian people stood up and they helped one another. And they made human chains. They brought the boats in and they put it on smaller boats and brought it up to the shore on the beach. And everybody got together and they made human chain and they brought the resources in. You know, I mean, give me a break. You need a stamp on something that says it's okay for FEMA to have, so you can have a glass of water, so you can have some food, so you can have some formula to feed your baby, so you can have some diapers. This is ridiculous. You know, this, this has all been done so that, so that we will lose hope, so that we won't want to fight anymore, so that we will just give up and be brainwashed and let them have these smart cities and do what they want with us and continue all the human trafficking here. This is an enslavement of what they're trying to do. They're taking away our land. Not only that, the, the governor, Josh Green, he's stating no one from outside the state will be allowed to buy up land. Well, we have many billionaires that are residents here in Hawaii because each island is considered a county, but we are one state. And those people can come in and buy up that land because they are residents. So everything is like, you know, read the fine print because it, they're trying to put this stuff around us. The other things that are happening is, um, uh, Yeah, the the Maui police chief, you know, is part of the Dark Fleet, Pelletier. He's another minion. Um, you know, not all the police are corrupt, but the police department here is corrupt. And we don't have enough police department. We don't have enough police officers on Maui. This has been a problem for years. There's not been enough police here. We have fire breaks here all over the islands that are not being cared for and it is dry. We are in our dry season right now. So the next two months are the hottest, driest parts of the, our season. And I was just on the other side in Paia, Kahului and everything is dry and the fire breaks, they mow one little area and it's maybe like the size of a twin size mattress and that's it. So they're expecting to mow that area which is dry brush and the rest of the dry brush is up to, you know, your, your shoulders. And so if that catches fire, you know, that size, that amount of grass that's mowed, that's still dry is not going to stop a fire. Yeah. And we know there, fires no, jump there, too. Fires jump. So, you know, it's a known thing. No and we've had fires for 20 years. They, people have set fires constantly on this island. For 20 years, we've been dealing with this. And the sad thing is, is like in Lahaina, you know, the last time I was there, there was a fire up on the mountain. And we just sit in our houses and go, you know, you just get used to it. So it's like I, I was raised in California and 
you, you get used to the earthquakes and you don't even do, you know, oh, it's just another earthquake. You kind of pass it by and you don't, don't get too serious about it. And that's, that's kind of what's happened here. The mentality a little bit is like, oh, there's another fire. Oh no, you know, mm-hmm. but, and, and so people weren't prepared for, for the, this disaster, you know, it, it mm-hmm. happened so quick, Dan, mm-hmm. it happened so quick. What we're seeing, you know, the DNLR what we're seeing outside, Leah, what we're seeing outside looking in, among other things, is that um, people are passing the buck about what actually happened rather than focusing on how we're getting food, how we're getting supplies. I am hoping and I, I expect as a normal thinking human um, that the people who had to flee their homes that were on fire are all being cared for in the hotels for free, of course. That would be the most simple thing that I could possibly imagine. Of course, the hotels, the tourists go home, the hotels take care of the children and the adults and the kahuna and everybody. Has that been happening? It has been. Um, Maui has stepped up and there's been people that are posting places that people can come to. There are hotels that you can go to um, and stay in. Um, the problem though, with all, all of that, in the west side of that island is that it was set up to burn. It was set up to not have the water there because all that water is being funneled to the hotels and the tourism industry. On top of that, when they flush the toilet, the sewage is going directly into the ocean. And you can look this up. West Maui has been paying fines for years upon years upon years for putting sewage into the ocean. We have a mixed bag here. Some Maui people do not want tourists here right now. We want to mourn, we want to grieve. Mm -hmm. We need our roads open so that we can get to our loved ones. We can do things that we need to do. But we also have other Mauians who rely on the tourism. We have stores that don't have anything in them And so when we go grocery, you know, the people that live here, when we have to go grocery shopping now, there aren't, there's no formula for the babies. There's not diapers for the babies. Everything's being held. And the cargo planes that are coming in, we don't have the manpower. They're not sending the manpower to unload this stuff and to disperse it. We have like six people on on the Maui airport that unload cargo. You know, this is a small... There are so millions and millions of people that visit here, but the amount of people that live here is very small, you know? And so- You're saying, Leah, Leah, you're saying that milk and nappies, diapers and food that's being flown in is not getting to the people. Is that what you're saying? That's what was happening, yes. The yesterday I talked to my one friend who is, has been displaced from her home and she said now finally uh yesterday because the people that were up on the west side they didn't have electricity still they didn't have water still it was turned off and so they didn't have you know you can't just go and stay in the hotel and there's no water and there's no there's no electricity and there's no food so they had they finally turned that all on yesterday and getting the the grocery stores there's two two main grocery stores up on that west side area they finally just got in uh shipments of food yesterday 
and saying so their water was turned out a week. They turned the water off. Yeah. Okay, because so the town of Lahaina was the entire town downtown burnt to a crisp. And then from there, how with did did any houses survive in Lahaina? How many houses are in Lahaina? I don't know the exact number, Danny. Um, I do know one of my friends' houses is is still standing. Uh, she has solar, so she has electricity, but there's no water, and why there were, they, they the won't water? be allowed to go into that. Why would they turn the water off, Leah? Why would they turn the water off? Exactly. And this why? happened. Like this happened. You know, a fire comes. What is the one thing you use to put a fire out? Water. What is the one thing us humans need? If there's no food, the only thing that's going to keep us alive is water. Do you think this was a planned genocide or do you think this was an accident and a regular brush fire? This was murder. This was a planned genocide. We are at war. We are casualties of war. It is time for all of us. I know we are grieving, but the ones that can stand up, the ones that can dig deep for your courage and your strength, it's time. We have to dig deep right now. We have to stand arm to arm, back to back with our armor on, our sovereignty. We need to stand in our sovereignty and our light of who we truly are as beings here on this planet and say no, no more. We're not gonna be treated this way anymore. We are not slaves. We will not comply to these horrible rules and laws that you want to instill on us. We all paid taxes. We're not getting anything. It's all a fraud. It's all been made so that we can be, we can lose our power so that we would be so much grief and depressed that we won't want to stand up for ourselves. We have people here who have lost their loved ones. They don't want to eat anymore, Danny. They're refusing food because they are so And I can understand that if if I if I if my if I lost my daughter, I wouldn't want to live either right now. And it's just it's it's disgusting to me. I want to remind that us that this is where I want to remind everybody that watches this that you are seeing a repeat of the history of your planet. This beautiful book, I bought this in the Kauai Museum when I was living there. It's called, And Then There Were None. And we have witnessed all of our lives, the genocide. And let's just say that this particular horror, this emergency, this horrific event wasn't planned genocide. Let's just take genocide off the table. The fact is, is that every single indigenous culture Earth culture has been victimized, terrorized, enslaved in some way. And we, the Hawaiian people lost everything to the American government. This is historical. This is history. This is not made up. This isn't just, oh, let's all get on and talk about conspiracy. Because you know how people love to talk shit and say, oh, you're conspiracy theorists. But you're actually there. Your daughter lost her home. You know, did she? Oh, she lost her animals. The older, the elders, the tutus. Like, speak to that. Tell us about some of the people that we've lost there on Maui. Our brothers and our sisters, our elders. You know, Danny, it's 
our kapuna, our elders, they hold the stories. They hold the stories of that land. And it's their right to pass on their story to the rest of their ohana and their keiki, their children, their family. And if they're not there to pass on that true history, then who is? That's how the deep state takes out people. It's strategy. It's strategic war. If you can take out generations of people and you can brainwash the young ones, mm -hmm. then they have you. That's yeah. it. They've won. And that's and it, what they're trying to do. And that's been done over and over for over 100 years. And we witnessed it. We see the patterns. We know what happens. We see it all of the time. This is a classic, classic rolled out model because they know it works. How can we help? What can we do? What should we be doing, Leah? We need people to wake up that this is real. This is gonna happen to everybody, not just us. This is going. This is what they want. And we need to say no. The good thing is, is that even though as horrific as this is, I still think we have an upper hand in all this as far as the, as far as the galactic help and all the other help, I still think we're going in the right direction. But what people need here is they need you to send them money directly instead of to these big companies because these big companies are frauds. They are part of the nefarious agenda. The money is not going to go to the people here. So if you want to donate, if you feel like you want to help in any way, please reach out to people who have GoFundMe accounts, people who have Venmo accounts, um, I'll give Danny my information. If you don't know who you want to send it to you and you want to make sure that you send it to somebody, I have tons of family that need help. They've lost their homes. They've lost everything. They've lost their pets. And I have a friend who wants to rebuild. What they're doing now, Danny, is they're making laws so that they're taking away the land. I need to find this one part that I wrote down. Okay, so they're taking away the land in the midst of the morning, in the midst of people still trying to find their children, yeah. their husbands, their wives. Their the animals. realtors are calling. Yeah, the realtors are calling them and asking them to sell their land already. And so we're telling everybody, please just take their name and take their information and don't don't sell, don't sell your land. You know, we have we have people that here they're just leaving the island you know they they can't even cope with what's going on here they've lost everything they're trying to sell their vehicle that they you know thankfully were able to get away from the fires with um and and going in different places because they're they don't feel safe here anymore and there's nowhere to go um uh uh Oh, it's all right, Leah. It's all right. Thank you for being so brave and coming and talking to us. Thank you. There was one point I was wanted to. There were many people that lived in houses that they say weren't to code. Therefore, they weren't insured. How convenient for the assholes that will come in yes. and swoop and take them. 
Yes, that's what the insurance companies. Oh gosh, where did I put that? The insurance companies are um, stating that, <clears throat> oh, here it is. They just passed a law. Excuse me, I'm sorry, my nose is running. All right. They just passed a law that the land could only be redistricted for new building permits unless some type of serious natural disaster occurs. Insurance companies are telling people now that there are zoning infractions on the land and will not honor their contracts. It's time to wake up people. They're trying to take it all away. Yeah. Please use your discernment. Please use, I know that everybody is hurting right now and it's so hard to make decisions when you're hurting like this. Whatever you believe in, ask for help your higher self, God, whatever you believe in, ask for help to make the right decisions right now. Because they are trying to overtake us. They're trying to make us so upset that we can't focus, we can't function, so that we will just give up, lie down and say, just take it. Yeah, yeah, because and again, exactly that's what they do they break the psychology they break the heart they break the mind of the people and yes. what we should be seeing is an influx of care and love and everybody being told it's okay wherever you live we're going to make it that's your home we're going to put this back Lahaina talk about a little bit about the beautiful ancient history of Lahaina in particular please <sighs> Lahaina is the capital of Maui, the islands. Um, you know, I don't want to disrespect anybody right now because my my mind is not grasping the information correctly, Danny. So, okay. but Lahaina is a very special place, and. Um, the history there, you know, the the Hawaiians with this land. They fought for this land. We've been told that it's this one is of the most ancient parts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is the place of Aloha. You know, this is And it was when there. I lived there, Go ahead. when I lived there in Lahaina, it's a beautiful community. It's a beautiful community where people helped everybody. You helped your neighbors, you know, and it changed over the years because people passed on, they sold their homes and other people came in and took over. But for the most part, it still is the heart, you know, of, of these islands and everybody I don't even have the words right now, Danny. I'm just so sorry. Um, it's all right, on the darling. history of Lahaina. It's all right. It's I all do right. know. I do know that a lot of people are asking about the banyan tree. Um, we have a huge banyan tree in the heart of Lahaina. 
that was right by the wharf, that was right by King Kamehameha Third Elementary School where I used to teach. Um, my kids played there many times. We have many, many memories. And thankfully they say that, the arborists say that it will come back, that it, there's still life inside of it. And this is a reminder to us that we will rise from these ashes. It's gonna take time, but we can do it. They haven't killed all of us and they haven't taken all of us. They haven't taken all of our sovereignty and our courage and our strength. And we're down right now. We've been hard, but they haven't taken all of us. And people like me and others, many people here, there are many star seeds here that are fighting for these islands. And we are fighting hard energetically. It's a spiritual war right now. We have I have starseeds in the hospital right now because they're they being taken out by, by the dark energy. You know, it, it's, it's been so tough. I've been trying to make, I've been making myself eat. I've been making myself do self-care because I refuse to let these guys take me out. They've tried to take me out my whole entire life and it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Right. We're going right. to stand here and fight. We have so many more star seeds are here now, and this isn't over. We we actually have the upper hand. People need to understand that. As as yeah. down as we are right now, we we have we have the upper hand. We are we are we are getting over that that hump with all of this. The reptilians are gone. These are the minions. People need to understand. These are the minions that are left over. These some are hybrids, which are half reptilian, half human, and some are humans that have been. Um, brainwashed by reptilians to do their dirty job. And they are like, people need to start educating themselves on narcissism and narcissistic abuse, because this is what these people do to you. And this is how they try and take you down. Yeah. So if you can understand their behaviors, the gaslighting, the verbal emotional abuse, all of these tactics that they use and it goes in a circle of hero they play the hero like we're here to save you and then they play the abuser and then they play the victim and it keeps going around in a circle and so if we can educate ourselves on who these people are we can see them coming we can weed them out from the real people that are here to help us and we have to have that discernment right now and our bodies will tell us, my body tells me when it, the truth is the truth. You know, that's when you get chicken skins or when you get goosebumps, you know, that is the water in your body confirming and validating you. That is your intuition. That is your higher self telling you, yes, this is true. Yes, this is happening. You know, and, and people, that's what they're trying to take away from us. They're trying to take humans' ability our power, we have so much power inside of us that we don't even understand yeah. that we're just starting to realize, oh my goodness, I'm this wonderful being from intergalactic and galactic and all these different, you know, species inside of me. And not everybody believes that. And that's okay. I'm not here to hurt anybody with that. Everybody has the right to believe what they choose. Yeah. But these we are powerful. We just have to tap into it. And Mother Earth is here to help us. Yeah. You know, Pele is mad. She is rumbling. 
Really? There's been earthquakes. Yes. And we have Haumea, her mother, in our solar system right now. She is the rebirther. So even though we have burned and we have been devastated, the destruction is here so that we can rebirth and recreate a divine, beautiful earth again. And that's what Maui needs to do. We need to come together and we need to forget what these people are trying to tell us to do and do what is right, do what is pono. Yeah, and ignore the authorities because what you're sharing, what you've shared is there's been a horrific block and people have been murdered because of the blocks yeah. being stopped getting out. Every single person that had a hand in that obviously will, and I'm saying obviously, they will come to answer for their crimes against humanity. But every single person there that remains, they have to know that they are loved. They have to know that we love them, that we are here for them. And we will send money, we will PayPal, we will Venmo, we will do whatever it takes to the right people to get as much resources, ignoring the twats that try and take over. And those femurs that stopped food and water getting through, the water company that was ordered to turn off the water, everything that you've shared with us today, right? But right now, we just got to focus on sending love, sending energy, sending food, sending water, sending whatever we can to help our brothers and our sisters. That banyan tree in the center of Lahaina, we have been told is the central heart, the central point of Lahaina. Some say that tree is only 150 years old, which is nothing compared to the beautiful Hawaiian ancient culture. However, it is a wonderful physical demonstration, a point that as much as they tried to kill the heart of Lahaina, they failed, of course, because failures always fail. Now, we got to ignore the dark and be the light and be the love that we came to be. And so Leah, you are being the love that you came to be. You are being the light that you came to be. You are so brave, so brave to reach out and to speak for the people of Maui that have been affected, for your beloveds, for your elders, for your ancestors. Thank you so much. Mahalo. Thank you, Jenny. Mahalo to you. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to come and speak and to try and help the people of Maui. Thank anyone, you so much. Of course, my love. You know, anyone that has a platform, use your platform wisely. Help people like Leah, please. Can we just get together and share? Can we stop worrying about how many likes, how many views, how many subs? If you've got a platform, please use it. Thank you, Leah. Thank you. And aloha and mahalo to the Hawaiian people and the people that live there too. Thank you.